0: good day everybody good day good day hope everyone is having a good morning a good day and possibly even a good evening um, whatever time of day it is that you are listening to this episode Hope everyone has had a blessed day. Regardless of the trials and tribulations of a 24-hour period, um, the times that you are up and functioning—whether it's work, whether it's taking care of your family, or doing hobbies or whatever the case is—that whatever has happened, you've learned from. God has shown you something useful, and you have moved forward from that. Learn. Listen, obey. It's good stuff. You are tuned in now, right now to The Blue Book. Brought to you by Secret Ministries and hosted by your boy Blue. It's been an interesting day, to say the least. Interesting week. Um, there's a lot of things happening. And the main thing is, is to keep the faith, regardless of what you see on TV, regardless of what you hear in the media, regardless of what you see in the streets or in the stores, uh, there is going to be no doubt a new medium, a new so- society that will emerge from this. Some will like, some will not like. In any event, that doesn't change God. It doesn't change Jesus. And it surely doesn't change the Holy Spirit. So, whatever it may be, we will adapt. We will move forward. And God will reveal and talk and show Himself approved. That is obvious. Um, I want to start something new this episode. Something that I think is very, very important because, you know, most of us that live here in America, um, we truly want to believe in our country. We want to believe that there is liberty and justice for all we want to believe that God is who to be feared in this nation and so on and so forth but there are a lot of people in this nation or the world who say one thing and do the exact opposite and we don't really know people's hearts we can't speak on what they and God have going on but we can see them by their fruits Know, by what they show themselves actually speak louder so to speak uh, and that is definitely shown to be the case um throughout this 2020 year a lot of people do and say completely black and white things especially when it comes to God and it comes to belief um uh, so here on the blue book there's a thing that I used to say 20 plus years ago I gotta believe in something. I gotta believe in something tangible. I put my hands in that representation. And um, since we can't have, we're not supposed to have graven images. Pictures are fine. You know, I have a picture of the Jesus head on the wall of my house. Um, that was given to me by my grandmother. It's very, it's, it's a priceless, priceless piece of art. It's there. And I look at him and I pray to him daily. Um, we, and we also have the cross on the wall as well. This house is definitely known to be a home of God. Uh, the followers of Jesus and prayers to the Holy Spirit. Um, but one thing I do have on the wall that's actually bigger than anything else on the wall is a flag. And that flag represents all of Christianity. It doesn't matter what denomination you may be, there's plenty of them out there. If you believe in Jesus, and you believe in what He did, and you believe in what the resurrection means, and His sacrifice, and His in our salvation, then that flag is who you are under as a symbol of that. Uh, so I I wear one. I have them. And I have them in my front room. Um, but there is a prayer, an allegiance prayer that I want to I want to share with you and this prayer is to that flag now I do respect this country and I respect everything with it because I was born and raised here Um, and this country is known to be a God fearing country yet I love Jesus more and this is the pledge this is the pledge of the flag I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior to whom kingdom it stands one Savior crucified Risen and coming again, with life and liberty to all who believe. I, I make that. A, I'm going to make that a thing I do daily. Pledge allegiance to Jesus, the flag in which it represents. I think that's very important because it is Jesus. Um, anyhow, moving on. Today, we're going to be in the last book of the Bible. Today is Revelations 22.7. Oh my goodness. So, if you have your Bibles, all the way to the back of the Bible, for all the way to the end, if you're in an it Amplified, it's going to be page 1502. Now, I read out of the Amplified. That's what I choose to read out of. That's what gives me the meat and potatoes of my spiritual growth. Uh, I can't speak on everybody else. Everyone has different spiritual growth. So, whatever version of the Bible you choose to read and study in, if that helps you get closer to God and help help you learn Jesus and help you flow through the Spirit, by all means, do what you do. We will be going through several different translations tonight. So, if something fits you and you can comprehend this, that's Articulation and comprehension is what the blue book is all about. So we're going to be in Revelations 22:17, and before we do that, we're going to pray. But we're going to also say another type of pledge. It is for the Bible, the Bible pledge. And this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to begin the prayer this way, hey, everybody. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. A lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It's words I will abide in my heart that I might not sin against God. Father, we come to you, Father, right now thanking you for the opportunity to read your word, to glean your word, to receive your word. We thank you for the opportunity to be able to open the Bible and to be able to read it in peace without persecution, without distraction, without limitation. And we ask you to whatever you want in his message tonight, today, this evening, this morning, this night, for us to read and glean. Lead us, guys, and direct us in your way and your word through this wonderful, basic instruction before leaving the earth. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Let the Holy Spirit flow. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. So, what does Revelation 22:17 mean? The Apostle Paul affirmed the truth that salvation is a free gift and that's in Ephesians 2 8 through 9 okay a free gift you don't have to pay for salvation it's been paid salvation you're saving the action salvaging the action sorry salvaging the action your salvage is paid okay so I take an old car or a car, throwing it into a wreck in your salvage yard, and someone coming and saying, Here, here's the money. Bring it out. It's paid. Whatever is done to it, doesn't matter. Because it's out. Freedom. Salvation is paid. It's a wonderful feeling. Again, Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. Okay. This verse expands extends the final invitation to sinners To come to Christ and quench their spiritual thirst. Jesus will quench your spiritual thirst. Now, people say, well, that's not really drinking anything. I mean, that's not good water. No, it's not. It's a metaphor, you knucklehead. It's a metaphor. Spiritual thirst means that it's like, how can I put this? The word is the food. The drinking is the spirit. Okay, when you read the word of God, this is the meat and potatoes of their of your diet. The drinking is the spiritual prayer part of it, okay? Drinking is when you get in the presence of the Lord and you feel the presence come on you. The Holy Spirit is the drinking part of the word, is when you encompass a feeling, you drink the spirit. Not literally getting a glass of water and drinking it, it's the encompassing of the spirit on you. The word is the food, the spirit is the drink. The word is the food, the spirit is the drink. Everybody together now. The word is the food, the spirit is the drink. The word is the food, the spirit is the drink. Make sense? Okay. Got past that now. The Holy Spirit extends invitation through the through the bride, the church. Those who come to Christ drink the water of life freely. The church as a whole, the members of the church, that's the bride of Christ. You think isn't a bride a female? A bride is one who carries the family, the encompassing of the family. That's the bride. Christ is the groom. We metaphorically are his kids, but together become a bride. Kids individual, bride together. Like The two or more are gathered, I am in the midst. So when we come together, we're the bride of Christ. When we're individual, we're the children of Christ. See? And when you come into the bride of Christ, the Spirit flows, because two or more, he's in the midst, and you drink the Spirit, the flow, the Spirit with the water, the Spirit the flow, the Spirit the water. You get the flow of the Spirit. It means you're drinking. Metaphorically, you're drinking of the Spirit the food, the Bible, the meat, and the potatoes. The spirit is the flow of the drinking. Get it? Okay. During his heavenly ministry, during his earthly ministry, Jesus met a spiritually thirsty woman at a well. Remember the story of the well? The woman at the well getting water and Jesus met her? Remember that story? Yeah. Her reputation was wretched and she drew water alone and at an Inconvenient time of day. Jesus asked her for a drink of water and engaged her in a conversation about water. Okay, this is the actual water now we're talking about. He told her that the water from Jacob's well would quench thirst only temporarily, but the water he offered would quench thirst forever. Hmm. Jacob's water would quench temporarily, his water would quench forever. Salvation curing a spiritual thirst. That's in John 4, 13-14. Salvation curing a spiritual thirst. Spiritual thirst. The Spirit is the flow. The Spirit is the flow. Spiritual thirst. Okay. The woman responded gladly to Jesus, offer of living water well of course she is, she wants to know who this guy is who just dropped some knowledge on her you're telling me this is going to drop and be temporary but you said your water is going to be everlasting, I want to know what's going on here soon she brought the people of the city to the well, told them to come and see a man who told me all that I ever did can this be the Christ John 4.29 Mm. man that's spiritual thirst I'm telling you spiritual Holy Spirit very important okay so let's get into the word let's see what the word has to say to us okay so I'm coming I'm reading out of Revelation 2017 amplified version here it is the Holy Spirit and the bride the church and the true Christians in the Amplified it says true Christians okay don't know that's going to say it in every translation. We're going to get there. But right now, it says, true Christians, the church, the true Christians. Okay? Say, come. Come, C-O-M-E, come to me. And let him who is listening say, come, come to me. And let everyone come who is thirsty, who is painfully conscious of his need, of those things by which the soul is refreshed, supported, and strengthened. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, let everyone who is thirsty, let everyone, and whoever desires to do it, let him come take, participate, and drink of the living water without cost. That's in Isaiah 55 1. Let's go back to this again. Who is painfully conscious of his need of those things by which the soul is refreshed, supported and strengthened. Do you even know what that means? Okay, painfully conscious of his need. Your needs are so obvious they're painful. Okay. For those things by which the soul is refreshed the Holy Spirit refreshes you as you pray and you drink of the Spirit. Drink of the Spirit, eat of the Word. Drink of the Spirit, eat of the Word. Okay? This supported and strengthened. So you're quenched. Now there's the thing scientifically that the body is I think it's 80 percent water if I'm not mistaken, I'm sure y'all can correct me on that by emailing, but I believe it's 80% of our bodies water, water. Water is essential for our bodies. We dehydrate. A lot of things bad happens to our bodies. God isn't going to take water away. This planet is filled with it. We're not going to lose water. That's essential. That's the most essential part of our lives is water. You can't live without water. simple as that soda juice anything else to drink regardless of what it is not so essential water essential okay your body desires needs has to have it your body is so much better not only if you drink of the water but you drink of the spirit how much better it is oh my lord Jesus Hmm. Okay, so let's see, what what else, what else can we order? Okay, so let's go to the New King James Version. And the spirit and the bride say, come, and let who bears, who hears, okay, come, and let him who hears say, come, and let him who thirsts come, whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. He is making the point to you explicitly that... The water of life that he gives you is free. It don't cost you a thing. just un- un- free in this one the new NIV version, this only thing it says is who wishes to take the free gift of water of life. Unbelievable. Okay, the new living translations of the spirit and the bride say, Come, let anyone who hears this say, Come, and let anyone who thirsts come, and let anyone who desires Drink freely from the water of life. Pretty much the same thing. New revised standard, same thing. New revised standard. With that, okay, an Orthodox Jewish Bible. What does that say? Pretty much the same thing, just a little different language. Um, Catholic Bible, just and the Spirit and the bride say, Come. And he that heareth, let him say, Come. And let that thirsteth, let him come. And let and he that let that will let him take the water of life freely. The Revised Standard Version de- all it says is, "Let him who desires take the water of life without price." Uh, in the way for saying it free. Uh, the Revised Standard Version also says the same thing, uh, without price. That Third Millennium Bible says the same, pretty much the same thing. Without payment. This one says without payment. The wide mouth New Testament says, Whoever whoever will let him take the water of life without payment. Uh, Same type of idea. Um, Okay, the NIV Reader's Version says the Holy Spirit and the bride say come let those who hear say come anyone who is thirsty should come anyone who wants to take the free gift of water of life should do so okay okay here's a good one too here's the here's the white Cliff version um and the spirit and the spouses say and the spouse or wife say come thou and he that heareth come say come thou and he that thirsteth come and he that will take He freely the water of life, and that he will take freely the water of life. It's kind of like three or four different ways saying the same thing. Um, Bicycle, basic English, same thing. Uh, Common English Bible calls the water a gift, life giving. Free, okay, free of charge the complete Jewish Bible called let anyone who, does, who wishes take the water of life free of charge same concept I haven't seen anything really that's too different except the water of life as a gift and the good news translation refers to the water of life as a gift that's a little different Without price English and of without price pretty much most of us along the same lines so far I don't see anything too dramatically different within versions um, the message Bible say come save the spirit of the and the bride whoever hears echoes come is anyone thirsty come and come and who will come and drink drink freely of the water of life eh, same kind of concept uh, nothing really too different about all that uh, even in the other versions that we have um, the NLT version of spirit and the bride say come let him who hears the word come let anyone who thirsty come let anyone who desires free drink water from the water of life without price is in the ESV version pretty much pretty much what it is so the idea and obviously in the amplified version it mentions not only is it mentioned the appropriate drinking of water without cost Isaiah 55 1 but also up here in the translation says who is uh, the Holy Spirit and the bride the church and the true Christians. It does say that in the Amplified Bible. It does mention the word, the name Christians. Uh, just trying to get a more accurate description or a more modern description of what we are. Because uh, if, if you're a Christian, it means you're, you're, you are believe in Christ. And Tian is just the group, Christ group, Christian belief. You solely believe in Jesus Christ's resurrection, death, resurrection, and self and salvation. And God uh, the Father, Holy Spirit is what he left for us to be able to do what we do. Um, fantastic, fantastic. So, in closing of all this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful word, John sees, John sees additional images of Jerusalem, New Jerusalem. The city pre- uh, prediction stands in contrast to the ruin experienced during the tribulation and evokes compassions to the Garden of Eden from the book of Genesis. After this, John relates several commands and messages from Jesus Christ. Among those are a dire warning not to manipulate the word of his message. Revelations, along with the com- the, the comment of Scripture, ends with read benediction or benediction and prayer to Jesus to return. Pretty simple revelations is a very very important book. that is the end of it actually this is the actual end of, of the Bible is this chapter um, but in the end of this Jesus is trying to get you guys all of us believers non-believers like to drink out the Spirit that we will be filled by the Spirit I really hope you've enjoyed this this time with us here at the Blue Book Um, come come who are all thirsty and drink come to the Lord and drink of the Spirit you will never thirst when you drink of the Spirit if there's any questions comments or prayer requests please feel free to email us on the website hluhok.com, at the bottom there is a link for our website or for our email just click the little link a little mailbox it will bring up um, an email form you just put in whatever it is that you want to put in there comments questions or prayer requests um, we will pray for you and we will let you know what God has told us in those times guys please be safe out there please practice good judgment Um, if you need to wear your equipment whether it's your mask whether it's glasses gloves hand sanitizer just stay stay within reasonable restrictions respect the law follow Jesus one thing I always tell people all the time is that the law of the Lord the, the the commandments and the way of Jesus will never break the law. If you follow that, you'll never break the law because there's no it's impossible. It, it, Jesus it's good law, God's, God's law prevents you from breaking the law if you follow it. So keep that in mind. This has been another fantastic episode of the Blue Book, brought to you by C Rep Ministries, which deliver inspirational messages of knowledge and gems for everyday life. Hosted by your boy, Blake. Remember, guys, fear God, follow Jesus, let the Holy Spirit flow. Until next time. <laughs> until next time. And until next time. Jesus. Drop. Without quit, Without the drop. It's over with, We'll never stop. We'll never quit. We'll never drop until they say it's finished. We'll never stop. We'll never quit. We'll never drop until it's over with. We'll never stop. We'll never quit. We'll never drop until he
1: said it's finished. Yeah.
0: <laughs> thought that was it, right?